Hello, I'm Laura Furiosi, divorced mother of three, and I'm here with my mother, Lynette Galvin, with 35 years' experience in family law. You're listening to the Divorce Course Podcast. Through our candid discussions, we hope to help you through your divorce or de facto separation. We will be answering the most commonly asked questions and covering the stages and steps that you will face on your way to freedom. So Christmas is coming and maybe you have plans for your kids, maybe you don't. So today we are going to be talking about Christmas handovers, the legal side, options for practical changeovers and timings, and also the personality types and Christmas. So welcome, Mum. Hello, Laura. <laughs> and Hi, Mum, everyone. <laughs> today, Mum, we're going to talk about Christmas because that seems to be a thing that ends up being quite a drama. Yes, a flurry of emails just before Christmas Day is uh, what every lawyer in family law expects. Really? (laughs) Yes. Really? Yes. What kind of things do people get upset Um, about or what kind of things are problems? There's arguments over people who have the other child, the child spent Christmas with the other parent too often Mm. or their family's big thing is Christmas Eve Mm. and they never get their child for Christmas Eve or there's, you know, a risk that they won't. Mostly, though, I look at them and I think two things. One, it's too late, Mm. too late to be arguing it in two weeks up to Christmas. So, um, and the second thing is I feel sorry for everybody involved because that affects parents, grandparents and extended family if a child that and it really affects the child Mm. Um, now no kid ever has said i don't want two christmases no (laughs) no and just before you keep going it's not too late because it's october it's well right now but don't don't think that writing a letter to your lawyer or getting your lawyer to write a letter to the other side the day or the week Mm -hmm. or the two weeks before christmas is going to work because it's just not going to really have any clout that's right every year the courts uh, send out an email saying this date say it might be like the 10th of november is the last day you can file anything to get on before christmas day oh. yes so they they give us a little heads up okay um, and but so best thing guys is sort it out now yeah sort it out before you come up to christmas and if not then you might have to get some legal letters going and maybe an application to the court okay but you can be flexible Yes. Um, and, you know, we're going to talk about some ways where yeah. you might be able to work it out. So so the, let's talk first about the legal side mm. of Christmas. What do the courts say, apart from it's too late now, past the, the certain November month? That the best interests of the child right. is paramount. So what is good for little Jenny or little... Aaron. Well, wouldn't the argument be it would be good for little Jenny or little Aaron to see both parents around Christmas? Absolutely. Okay. As long as they can do that without dissolving into a big fight. Right. Um, and they also would say that little Johnny or Aaron or Jenny should probably see both extended family at Christmas. And in an ideal world, they would be at the Christmas event that's most important to one parent, mm-hmm. and then at the Christmas event that's most important to the other parent. So except if the big the big event is opening presents mm. and Christmas lunch, then you're going to have to talk about that, taking turns. That's usually the big event of most families is Christmas morning, Santa comes, yes. kids opening presents. I think that's a family indulgent thing because the kids probably don't care where they're opening their Santa presents, but the parents care because they want to watch them. Yeah. The other thing is Christmas lunch. I would say they're the two main things, aren't they? Yeah, they are. But in some families, especially if they've been separated 
couples in that family. Some people say, look, you know, rather than have the parents drag their kids all over the, the countryside on oh, Christmas no. Day, yeah. how about we all get together Christmas Eve or how about we have our Christmas on Boxing Day? How about we have our fake Christmas, mm. you know? And the children will love that. It mm. means they're f- free to in- to enjoy um, both Christmases mm-hmm. and 25th of December to, to kids is just a day. It's just a number. And I, right. do you know what? When I think back, I didn't know what the date was. That's right. So I didn't actually know Christmas was on the 25th. Yes. I thought it was the 24th. So I guess you don't really, it doesn't matter Did that to, yeah, I still forget the date for Christmas. I'm that. I, oh I, my just, goodness. I just get excited about Christmas from October. She's, that's right. I'm you, even you doing have, a divorce podcast about Christmas. You have October. the longest Christmas <laughs> I've ever seen. <laughs> but that's what we do in our family. Yep. We do a fake Christmas. So on mm. the Christmases, we don't have their children on the Christmas day we have another Christmas and they love it oh Christmas week yeah well kids have Christmas month really Christmas kids have Christmas month Mm. so it's so sometimes what you're stuck on is really about what you want and every parent wants to see their children open up the presents on the actual Christmas day I get that but if you turn it around and think about your children's point of view they're not going to care if they get to do it twice. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But but I want to know what kind of rulings do courts make in regards to Christmas stuff? Like is there any point trying to to, to make it fair or is the court just not going to care? Do courts not care about special oh, the courts days? Care. The courts care about special days from the child's point of view. So okay. they'll never order and make an order that one parent has every Christmas, you know, without okay. the children seeing the parent. So sometimes we get... Uh, orders say that if every second year mm-hmm. the children are with one parent, say from Christmas Eve at 7 o'clock until uh, maybe um, 7 o'clock Boxing Day or something. Okay. And or other, So that means you get those three days or two days. On alternate years. On alternate years. That means one year you might not, you won't see the kids at all on the actual Christmas period, but the next year you don't have to worry about changeovers. So that's hard the kids I think kids like to see both parents on the day so I would encourage people to try to do a changeover mm. um, even if it does involve you getting in your car and going and picking them up for lunch mm. or not drinking on the day so that you're available to drop them off to their other parent but you know it just depends on the family but the court does care and they will try to make an order that's the best for the child so if you don't have orders and mm. maybe you you've got someone on the other side that just flat refuses to let you see your kids at Christmas because it's their week. Well, I think that you need to go and see your lawyer okay. and, and get an application in the court because yeah. the court is not going to let that happen. Right. Every order I've ever seen from the court, even if it's week about, um, has exceptions over the Christmas period and over the Easter period, unless the people aren't Christian. Mm. Well, you know, I guess and there's Ramadan period and, and, all that. and yeah. uh, Hanukkah and all of yes. those things. And so that's the same thing the court would rule, mm. the same kind and, of thing. Yes, and I've had cases where it's serendipitous, really, that one person's Christian and the other person is um, 
Christian too, but they're Coptic Christian. Oh, that's great. And their their Christmas is a different day, not yeah. until about the sixth or seventh of January. So fantastic. Hooray. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's a good one. So choose a partner if you're gonna get divorced yeah. who has a different faith. <laughs> it, look, do you know what? Anyone who's ever been to a Christmas in July function yeah. knows that Christmas can be when you say it. You know is. what? We did Christmas in July this year and it did feel like Christmas. Yeah, there you go. So that's true. So <laughs> so when it comes to the court, the court just tries to do whatever's in the best interest of the mm-hmm. children and that's usually that they get to see their parents i guess the court would probably rule the 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 gap one where you're not handing over on christmas if there's that controlling or high conflict situation. oh yes i think that's right yeah. if there's a risk that it's stressy for the children or if the people live a long way apart mm-hmm. you know it's yeah. not feasible yeah yeah okay so that's i guess handover times i guess that's kind of fits in there whatever yeah. works for so you some, some people t- hand over say 10 o'clock christmas morning because the kids have opened their presents at one house they go to the next house and open another <laughs> lot of presents <laughs> sounds awesome it's the one time ch- children of separated families really do well that and birthdays <laughs> yeah. um so that might happen and and you go oh i've got to see him or her on my yeah, on christmas day sucks. but you know Grow up. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, Laura. Yeah. But, you know, you just do it. Yeah. You just do it for yeah. the children. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. Okay. So so the handover times based on what's best for the kids. Mm. Uh, the next one is the things to look out for, which sounds terrible. I have to look out for Santa. But what kind of things, do, what kind of what ifs come along once people have got court orders in place or once they've got a system in place and then something comes along and just derails Christmas? Like what kind of things happen? Rack your brains. Yeah, well, some warning look would have been nice. <laughs> but one I can think of is someone falls ill mm. and the children need to, like, it, it's like where two important events clash, Christmas yes. and then something else happens. Yes. And you've got to read the, the, into that and work out what's most important for, for a child. Kids. Yeah. yeah. Um, another thing that comes up often, um, and after COVID it'll be wonderful, uh, that where relatives are coming over from overseas mm. so sometimes that's used as a trick oh you know uncle dan's coming over from america and he really needs to see little caitlin she needs to be here for that mm. and uh, you might arrange a swap all right well how about this christmas i do it this way and you do that um just be careful of them trying to kind of creep their christmas into the whole christmas period see mm. i think you need to be firm that you you know, if you've got an arrangement, you need to be firm but fair. Mm. So don't give in too much. So someone coming over, that was foreseeable. They've known that was coming. You can arrange that. But if someone falls ill or something happens. That's important. And yes, and you need to be as flexible as possible. If they say, if they ring you up and say, I know you're supposed to have them for Christmas, but I think I've drunk too much, <laughs> go over and get them. <laughs> oh, my yeah. gosh. That would that be happens so often. It what? happens so often. Yeah, it does. Ugh. Uh, okay. So yes, yeah, so just so that, like again, our happy little Christmas bubble for the kids, unless something serious crops up, right? And you know, I guess because I'm a big Christmas fan, one of the things that made me sad, I guess, a little bit, was that you know I thought, oh my gosh, that's because I used to count how many Christmases I had left with the kids until oh, they were teenagers did you, and didn't care, oh. and then when you know when separation occurs, you kind you feel like maybe you've lost half of those Christmases, but I, I have found that you don't lose those Christmases no. you just create that Christmas in a different day on a it's, different it's day. not it's not the day and and to be fair if you are actually Christian Jesus wasn't born on that day no that's <laughs> it's true. a made-up date yeah. <laughs> so Jesus' yes. birthday could be and, any day and here's a glimmer of hope for you sweetheart is yeah. that 
you never stopped loving Christmas, so yeah, yeah. even when you were a teenager. So, you know, I'm <laughs> sure that true. some of your children will be like that that's as well. That's true. I hope one of them gets the Christmas <laughs> Um I guess there's a, a couple of co-parenting things with Christmas. What mm. about Santa presents and outdoing each other? And do, do, you, do you come across that in the legal world? Yeah, you do. Really? Um, but the court doesn't care. Okay. Outdo yourselves to glory because it's good for the children. Yeah. Uh, sometimes they'll buy a present for a child that they just know the other parent's going to be really upset about, like a couple of guns in holsters or oh, something, gosh. you know. Not um, real guns. No, no, not real guns. Uh, but, you know, um, just keep the kids... Well, you can't, buy, you can't buy love, so don't yep. stress if True. one parent is buying lots of expensive presents and you can't afford it. It's it's the, the time you spend with them on Christmas. It's the, how you make them feel that matters. Well, can you remember very many of your presents when you were growing up? <laughs> well, to be fair, Mum. <laughs> Every single one of them. <laughs> no, I can't, but I do remember the time uh, when a certain person bought me all these amazing presents and I was... Uh, I was forced to leave them there uh, for Christmas and yes. come back to you without those presents. And I you fell in love with the Cabbage Patch doll and the Barbie yeah. and the Popple. It was it was like someone had gone to a toy shop and bought everything in the girl aisle. And I was so upset because I was worried no one would be able to put Jessica to bed and put her blanket on. They told on. you they wouldn't. I know. Mm. And so, so the best thing that I remember about that time is <laughs> mum wrote down everything and then she went and got it. So I had, I had, I ended up getting the, the, the lot of toys, but I think that's one thing parents should not do because I've experienced it. What, get you the double? Don't, or no, don't, I mean, don't, don't make them leave their presents. If you're going to give them presents for Christmas, don't make them you're leave them. You're getting teary, darling. <laughs> oh my goodness. But don't, don't make them leave their presents behind. Oh, that's behind cruel. That is Because cruel. you're giving them as a present. So don't do it to no, them because no. that's, that's, it's not, once you give them a present, it's not yours anymore. Well, unless it's a trampoline, I think they should be, <laughs> they should be allowed I disagree. to bring it home. I disagree. But in saying that, sometimes replacing presents that other people won't let you bring home can also cause more psychological damage, to, you know, to what remind are you them. Not, not our instance, but to remind them of, of the nasty, horrible thing that somebody else has done oh, by replacing it. So, I didn't think. So, yeah, no, no, mm. Mum, I loved having it. <laughs> But it but was it's very just, expensive. I hadn't budgeted for it, yeah, but well, you were uh, inconsolable yeah. because I think a certain someone said they wouldn't put Jessica Mary to bed. I know. So mm. just just be aware of that. If you are going to buy them presents, please don't make them leave them. And and I know yeah. you'd be worried. Oh, but you, they might not bring them back. But that's that's life. They're it's kids. theirs. It's not yours. And it's Christmas. And they're probably going to lose it. <laughs> <laughs> or draw on it or yes. um, feed it to the dog. Who knows? So let's quickly talk about the amicable uh, personality type with Christmas. Some people do Christmas together. God bless them. Yeah. More power to them. Yeah. Um, some people have, I, I think some of the celebrities, I see they have their new partners and all the kids. That's I think weird. the children would adore that. But, yeah, I do know people but who do it. don't feel bad if you can't. Yeah, I do know people that do it, and I think it's, it's if you can, yeah. uh, while they're little, it makes a big difference yes. to them, I think. Even even if it's just the first couple of years. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I think that's really, really awesome. And I, if you're in that space, good, good on you. I think as a nation of parents, I think we're getting better mm. at sharing our children properly because hmm. when it first came in this idea of shared parental responsibility it was a bit of a shock and this equal shared time uh, because 
years and years and years ago, um, when I first went into practice, 1991, um, way back then, um, I had a client uh, and I asked her about, well, I was dealing with her property and I said, how are you with the children? Do, you, do we need to address anything about the kids? She said, oh, no. Um, when I went to the magistrate's court, I, I got some maintenance. That's, it used to be spousal maintenance in the magistrate's court. And she said, and he looked up and said, and what about the children, madam? And she said, well, they're living with me. And he made an order for sole parental, like for the children to live wow. with her. Wow. Um, that's how things used to be, mm. okay? But mm. now I think the change has been... Fathers are coming in That's to good. the birth yeah. and they're more attached to the children yeah. and you could trust them yeah. to yeah. look after the children. So we're getting better at co-parenting yeah. and I'm hopeful that we will have a lot fewer children damaged by a bitter yeah. separation. Yeah, I agree. Mm. I agree. All right, well, then, speaking of bitter separations, <laughs> what about manipulative and controlling? What kind of Christmas uh, a strategy do those people need to have for their children's to, best To protect the children. Well, yes, not everyone can afford to go out and buy all the presents, and as you said, there's two sides to that. You guys, you know your kids, mm. so just where you can control the harm, control the damage, mm. you know. Uh, don't commiserate with him. Um, don't ever say, oh, well, you know, that's terrible. What else did he do? Just <laughs> try and focus Just on the positive. focus on the positive. Well, here, you're here now. Come and have ice cream. Yeah, <laughs> or get them a counsellor maybe and, yeah. um, and and don't get involved in the he said, she said or mummy said that you said this and, oh, no. and blah, 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 blah. You know, you might as well invite them to your Christmas. Yeah, that's if true. If you're going to talk about them on Christmas Day, that is you might true. as well bloom and have them there. <laughs> so so at least the child gets some benefit out of it. So uh, don't invite them in, in your thoughts, in your words. If, or if it, in the door. In the door. <laughs> That's right. That's a very good point. If you are going to spend your whole Christmas whinging and bitching about someone, excuse my language, you might as well just have and, and, yeah, and if it's a manipulative and controlling, I need another cup of tea, yeah. um, person, uh, they want you to be upset they want you to be thinking about them and all thinking the time. about them yet they so don't care don't how you think let, so of course there may be they might like manipulative controlling might go okay how, what can i do to upset this person yes. so just don't let it upset you just yeah. roll your eyes and go oh, that was expected um <laughs> and not don't just enjoy the best uh, defense against that is have a good time i know yeah. they hate it yeah <laughs> okay and then we go to high uh, high conflict so they f- want to fight about everything oh, start your fight now yeah Get it, get it early, and, and limit then, limit contact with communication. Yeah, keep it clear. Remember our compass, which is short, exact, without emotion, and to the point. Keep yeah. it factual. Yeah. So you need to start the communication, and while you're at it, if you're talking about this Christmas, while you're at it, work out next Christmas as yeah, well. That's a good idea because that's a long time away, and it'll help one of you, it, particularly in high conflict. You might not be a family that can see each other on Christmas Day at all. Mm. So you're going to have to be all or nothing with the children. Um, So it's easier to bear if you've already got next year booked in as well. So you know that, okay, if if I don't have them this year. If the kids aren't seeing me this year, they're going to see me next year. Or if the other person is letting you have the kids this year, they go, all right, but I can wait until next year. And get it in writing. Oh, too right. Otherwise they'll go, I didn't say that. And a parenting plan just has to be in writing and signed and dated. Okay. All right. No JPs, no lawyers required. And the last one, which I'm not sure how this goes into Christmas, but avoidant. Yeah. 
Do they just they won't make arrangements <laughs> till the last minute? Right, and that would drive me nuts because I would want to have a plan of when my family yes. and friends are coming over, what we're having for dinner. So if you've got an avoidant person, you, you write start my, now. Yeah, you write that kind of self enacting um, email that I said. So dear avoidant. Paul, or whatever his name is. <laughs> Don't put a void. Don't put a void. Dear, dear, such and such. And this is general advice only. Christmas is coming up. Um, I've got mum and dad coming down, da 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 da. So I thought I'd do th- we should do Christmas like this and put a proposal that's fair to him yeah. or her and to you. And say, and if I don't hear back from you by this date, uh, by this date I'll assume you're okay with that and I'll start making arrangements. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then they can't really say, oh, but. You know, because you've given them fair warning. Yes, and maybe send a little email just closer. They just 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 checking to make sure you're still okay with my proposal. Yeah, and put the still in there. Yeah, because oh, you that's know, clever. Yeah, because then <laughs> then they're pretty well. You cooked. must be a lawyer. I don't know, silver tongued <laughs> lawyer. <laughs> okay, and and also Christmas. Does the Santa Claus thing ever come into it? Or bloody elf on the shelf? Oh. Well, if you if you're going to tell fibs to Christmas, kids about Christmas and Elf on the Shelf, um, they can go to both houses. Yeah, some little kids will write a letter, dear Santa, I won't be at this house this Christmas. Ah. Help your child, children do that. I'll be at that house. Yeah, um, but you can still leave some presents at Mum's place. Yeah, and so they can have two lots of Christmas Santa. Yeah, presents. Yeah, our family if they get Santa at one or the other. Do they? Because Santa's busy. Oh, okay. I reckon. And how do you work that out? And Santa knows where they are because Santa knows everything. I see. (laughs) And so, and and you work that out with your partner. Yeah, yeah. uh, Who does it? Yeah. Good luck with that. That's good. I think that's better than, um, you know, I I don't know. Like, so by the time they're 30, they probably don't believe in Santa (laughs) anymore. (laughs) I reckon reckon maybe they'll try and swindle you as long as possible. I'm I'm pretty sure two of mine don't believe in Santa. But they just pretend because they know they get more presents. Yes. I, I remember a parent said to me about that with the tooth fairy. The little kid came out and said, I don't believe in the tooth fairy. And the, the parents said, well, I won't have, won't have to give you any more money then. Will you? you won't get any more money for your teeth. Oh, no, I believe. I believe. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Look, and I know mum and I have laughed a fair bit mm. through this Christmas one, but I know that it is an emotional stick. And, and, you know, if you're in mediation or if you're legally negotiating your parenting plans or parenting agreements even though christmas is like one day out of a 365 day year mm-hmm. it can really put a stop in negotiations it can and and so don't think of christmas as one day so we call a lot of us call it the christmas period so yeah. from christmas eve christmas day boxing day is a kind of the period. christmas period and then you can be a little more um i guess a little less emotional mm. about dividing that up. But, look, you and I all know that the big thing is waking up in the morning and opening the presents. So, well, for, so yeah, for, for, for many people. people. Yeah. yeah. And I think it comes down to if you are negotiating, if, you, if you're if you on your way to court on that conveyor belt mm. and the only thing's holding back is Christmas, do you really, out of how many Christmases would you have left, mm. count them, is it worth spending $100,000 or whatever on Yep. fees is it worth the stress or yep. can you just make fake christmas a thing absolutely yeah that's really good advice yeah really because good let's advice. be honest like mum said christmas in july is a thing and yep. everyone loves it and, and it's just the same and if you're going to be splitting christmas between you some way or other 
you know, you're going to have only half of those times at your place. And if your children are, say, seven or How many years is that? It's hardly any more years Yeah, so 11 years till they're 18. So you're going to have five Christmases. It's not worth dying in a ditch over. Even if you love Christmas as much as me. And I guess (laughs) the the main things you really are focusing on is the parental responsibility and the time spent with during term time and and school holidays. When it comes to the little individual special days, you know, don't let that be the reason why you end up going to court and trial. Mm. Do you know it's lovely that you don't hate Christmas? That's true. You know? Because some kids do. Some kids do. Because and they've so, been put through hell. Yes. Yep. Yeah. But they just avoid you know Christmas. Someone who hates Christmas. I do know someone who hates and Christmas. And you ask them why and then said. And that's said, it. Because when I was a child, it was just everyone was always arguing about where oh, I was going to be. So that's she just terrible. Just lets it slide. And don't put your child in it. Don't say to your no. kid, don't you want to spend Christmas with me? Yeah. Oh, it's a pity you can't be there because Uncle Daniel's coming from America. Yeah, or your your cousin isn't going to be able to see you and she's going to cry all day. Yeah. That will make kids hate Christmas. Or you can't take your presents. I'm going to, I had one person <gasps> apparently said, you can't take your presents and your cousins are allowed to play with them while <gasps> you're gone. And the child had had the gifts for about an hour. Well, actually, I think that would have made me feel better because then I would have known my doll had got tucked ah. in a bit. <laughs> but that's terrible. So don't, yeah, be, don't, do don't be a Christmas poo yeah yeah okay all right well can we we're gonna end on that <laughs> don't be a christmas poo that's our legal advice for today that's gonna be the quote on instagram <laughs> now if you would like to come along to our webinar which will be a little bit more factual and legally Less helpful laughing. and a live q a with mum as well following we have 40 seats in both section, uh, both dates left, the 9th of November and the 11th of November. We would love to see you there. Uh, we don't see your faces, but you can comment. But yeah, you can great. pick up some great legal advice because mum has been around forever. No offence, mum. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, she's been in front of all the judges. She knows all the, all the traps mm-hmm. and pitfalls and she's seen everybody make mistakes. She's seen everybody the way that you should do it. And she wants to share that knowledge with people because, to be quite frankly, mum and I, sick of seeing these women that are stuck where they don't know what's what and and they're worried about law and mm. and, and the misinformation that people have in their heads yeah. is just and and they're scared yeah and and you could if you had um a lawyer that could explain all of this you'd be there for ages i know and and that would be great if you could have a lawyer that explained it that it could be there for ages but it'd cost you a moxa well i've just done it <laughs> <laughs> so we would love to see you there and again we've got a, a a competition once a month we give out a free 30 minute consult with mum on um on a phone call not recorded and if you would like to enter that we we call at the end of the month all you have to do is write us a review in apple podcasts and we hope that we will see you guys preferably a good one yeah (laughs) preferably a good one (laughs) all right thank you so much bye everyone bye if you found this podcast helpful we'd love it if you could rate review and subscribe by doing so you are spreading the word to help someone else just like you Lynn would like to remind you that this podcast is general advice only and you should always get legal advice in relation to your particular situation. And remember that the Australian laws may have changed since recording.